Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. This week in our Beyond Sunday series, we talked about knowing God in a deeper way and what that requires. We also talked about meditating upon the Word of God. In this week's lesson, I also gave another illustration that I think rivals one of my favorite illustrations that helps the truth come alive, which is the teabag illustration. We gave one today about being exposed to the sun or being tan. How does that apply? We're going to find out more this week in After Class. Well, hello again, friends. We are in the After Class session where we have been on this series beyond Sunday. We've been on this journey of faith called Sanctification where our goal is to be more like Jesus Christ, not just change for the sake of a better situation, but to be more like Jesus Christ. And we understand that the person bringing about this change is the Holy Spirit, but my obedience combined with the Holy Spirit's empowering will bring about change. Now, this journey of faith's not without its enemies. We know Satan, the defeated enemy, is going to attack. He's going to use the world, our outer enemy, to try to tempt us. And the flesh, our internal traitor, is going to be tempted to do wrong. We began last week talking about defeating that flesh. It's not on our own strength, but we've got to have an attitude of humility. That's going to come in big over the next couple of weeks. We've got to have an attitude of humility and understand and claim our position in Jesus Christ, which is that we are dead, buried, and we rose again victorious over sin and death because of Jesus Christ. That is the review. I love saying it. You heard me say it in class. I continue to say it because repetition is the key and because that is the Christian life. That's the Christian life right there. And I hope that we got that. This week we talked about two things. I said it in the introduction We want to know God in a deeper way. What does it require? And we said it requires a desire for God. What you desire, you focus on. And I doubt anybody listening to this podcast right now has read three books on writing this year. I doubt it. I doubt anybody that's listening to this podcast, unless you teach English, went back and got an old English grammar book and started to look at it again, right? Because you don't desire that. For some sick reason, I've done that this year. I've read three books and I'm reading the fourth one right now on writing. I do have my old English grammar book and I'm just exploring the world of writing and being creative. Because maybe that'll be something I do one day and that's what maybe, maybe a path. And so I've been, but because I desire that, I've been reading and diving into that world. Maybe some of you desire pickleball, and so you've been diving into the world of pickleball, or maybe some of you like uh, canning, and so you're diving into canning and gardening. I don't know what it is, but you understand that when you desire something, you go deeper in that. Well, it ought to be that our desire is God. He saved us from our sins. He gave us victory over the power of sin now. We're going to spend eternity with him. 
we got to have a desire. We talked this week about that and looked at some of the, the verses that the psalmist had said when he talks about as the hard, my, my notes said hard, and because this this crazy, when I try to type them out instead of copy and paste, and I just did that because it helps me just to kind of memorize as I do it, but autocorrect doesn't like the old English from the King James, and so it said, my notes say as the hard, but as the heart or deer panteth for the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, David wrote, and we looked at some of those verses there, but what is your desire? You say, well, I just don't, I'm just struggle. We're going to get to reading the Bible a little bit and meditate. I just struggle doing that. Well, you know, when you desire something strongly, you push through the difficult times to get to what you want. Anything is difficult when you start. I think I wrote about that in the newsletter. You can subscribe. You can subscribe at bradmcclure.org. But I think I wrote about that in this week's newsletter that there is pain sometimes in new when you're doing something new, and I illustrated that by in the newsletter by saying this week I laid some floor with um, Michelle's uncle, and I was and still can feel it now, days later, but in, my legs were in extreme pain from being down because I don't do that that often. I sit in an office chair. I was extremely, I was just in extreme pain, but we got the job done. It looks great, but it was because I haven't done it a lot. And there's pain when you do stuff at the beginning. If you're just starting to get into your devotion, you're gonna it's gonna feel a little bit painful to get up early to do it or to to lose out on some of your Netflix time to read. It's gonna feel painful, but if that desire drives you, eventually you're gonna get to the point where you're just like, I love this. How did I how have I not been doing this forever? And so the desire's there, and I'm wondering. Some of you that were in class or maybe that you listened to this earlier in the week, here we are, it's it's Thursday by the time you're listening to this. Is there a desire? Are you desiring God or are your, have your other desires pushed that aside? So we started this week with that, but then, and this is where I kind of want to talk for a second. I talked about how biblical change, last week was humility, last week was claiming my position in Christ. This week was a desire that propels me, and, and it was biblical change. It's, we've got to be students of the Bible. We've got to be Bible meditators. And I talked about this. The number one thing I get from people, which drives me to, this comes full circle, to want to write, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, because it's a podcast, and right now I'm just looking at the microphone. If if I'm no longer allowed to pastor according to the qualifications, and and then my thinking is, and why not write? And if there's a way to write to help people understand the Bible, then I want to write to to make the Bible come alive to people one day. That would be a goal. If I had a five, ten year goal. That maybe by 45, 50 years old, to begin writing things that help people understand the Bible. But if I was to do that, I've got to learn a lot and I've got to push through the painful times. And, and for you to say, maybe say, you know what, I want to, I want to read the Bible. I want to understand the Bible and I, I want to do it. I know I'm supposed to, but I pick it up and I don't understand it. Okay, then you've got to push through the difficult pain, pains. You've got to maybe... You've got to get a, a study Bible, but you've got to pray and seek God and understand. We talked about illumination, that 
Illumination is when God turns the light on. Illumination is when God helps you understand. So you just got to show up and do it. And as you do, and as you think and meditate upon the word of God, like I said earlier, I sometimes type out the verses because it helps me meditate and think on it more. But as you do that, God illumines the truth. And that's one of the responsibilities of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is called the spirit of truth. And it says that when he comes, he will guide you into all truth. And I talked about that illustration about exposing yourself to the sun. When you go out in the sun, whether you're tanning or just out in the sun, you're exposed to the sun. You're not doing anything. And just as you're there, the sun is changing the color of your skin. But biblical change is the same way. When you expose yourself to the word of God, change just begins to happen. The Holy Spirit just begins to change you. You don't even see it. When I'm out in the sun, I don't look and say, oh my. Now, you can eventually see it. You can eventually see the burn come or whatever. But it just happens. You're like, I didn't even realize I was just mowing or I was just playing ball with the kids. And you got burned. It's the same way. Just expose yourself to the Word of God through your personal reading, through the preaching of the Word, through podcasts, through all of those different ways. And all of a sudden, you find that you're changing and you don't even realize it. But the verses that I want to just zero in on, that, and then I'll, then I'll be done. We talked about Psalm 1 in class the other day. And I talked about verse 2, I emphasized verse 1 a little bit, but verse 2 says, but his delight, this is someone who's truly blessed, someone who's truly happy, his delight, there's desire, I talked about that in the first point, his delight or his desire is in the law of the Lord, that's where it starts, you got to want to do it, you got to be willing to go through the pain, to get up a five minutes earlier, to turn off Netflix, you got to want to do it, there's a desire there, I love, I want to do this. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. I, I remember when I worked in Reformers Unanimous, Steve Currington used to always say this. This was core for that program. He says, God doesn't promise to bless or to prosper Bible readers. That's the kind of catch you statement. Because then everybody will say, what? But he says, God promises to prosper Bible meditators. And there's a difference. You can read something and not care, not know. You're just doing it. But when you meditate on something, there's a desire. There's a, there's a, where you're slowing down, you're thinking on it. You're pulling it up later in the day to think about it. That's what he says here. And his law doth he meditate day and night. And then the results of that, the benefits of that, the outcome of you meditating day and night is he shall be like, and it's an illustration, a tree planted by the rivers of water. This is just an illustration. Like we use that exposing ourselves to the sun illustration. Like in this series, we've used the teabag illustration. The Bible's just given us an illustration. If you delight and meditate in the word of God, you're going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You bring it forth his fruit in a season. You're going to be stable. You're going to be fruitful. This leaf also should not wither. You're not going to have that roller coaster of up and down, and you're not you're not going to you're not going to wither when things get difficult. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Do we not want that for our Christian lives? And the key is just Bible meditation. 
And so if all of that is on the table, then the excuse of, well, I just don't understand it goes away because we know that it's not our responsibility to understand it. It's our responsibility to show up, to study. The Spirit will illumine you to the Scriptures when you expose yourself to the Scriptures. In case you think, well, that's the only time, there's other passages like in the book of Joshua. In the book of Joshua, chapter 1, Joshua's just taken over. He's been a servant a, sol- a, a, a servant in a sense. He's been a soldier in some sense to for Moses. But Moses has died, and now Joshua's responsible for two million people. You can imagine he's probably fearful, and that's why God kept telling him, be of good courage. Imagine he feels a bit, bit overwhelmed, and so what is God's counsel to him? His counsel to him is, verse 7, Be strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. So obey the law, obey the word of God that you have, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Hey, Joshua, you want to lead two million people? You want to be a good leader? Then you need to meditate on the word of God day and night. Hey, mom, hey, dad, you want to be a good leader in your home? Meditate on the word of God day and night. Hey, pastor, you want to be a good leader to your congregation? Meditate on the word of God day and night. He says, he says, day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, then thou shalt have good success. Do we not want that? It comes from meditating upon the word of God. When we study and meditate on the Word of God, it helps us intellectually. We learn doctrines and themes of the Bible. It helps us emotionally. I'm getting ready to start a new study myself, maybe start writing on Psalm 119. But in Psalm 119, we see how God comforts you through the Word. Bible study and meditation motivates you. It energizes you. It makes you to want to serve. It increases that desire. All of this comes from just getting into the Bible. And so... In this after class, my question for you is, are you going to take some time to get into the Word of God? Will you expose yourself to the Word of God? You're doing it through podcasts right now by listening. But will you pick up your Bible? Will you go to church? Will you get in a class and expose yourself to the Word of God so that you can see the change that God wants to bring about in your life so he can conform you to be more like his son. That's this journey of faith called sanctification. One of the tools of sanctification is the word of God that the spirit of God uses to change us. We've got to get into the word of God. And as I've said, I'm on a mission to say this now. It doesn't matter to me if you're a guy or girl, whatever. We need, I think we need to get journals and we need to write in them. That helps the meditation process. I've been doing this now for about the last three months. I've done it before in my life, but I've gotten back to the last three or four months. I'm not only writing things that I'm reading, but I'm writing just stuff that's going on in my life, getting down here, writing some prayers out. I'm tracking things in my life, but I just want to make sure that I'm meditating because God doesn't promise to bless Bible readers. 
but he does say he'll prosper Bible meditators. So, are, do you desire a deeper walk with God? I think it will start when we meditate on the Word of God. I want to encourage you this week, get into the Word of God, get somewhere to start. I'm going to start, I'm reading Psalm 119 right now, eight verses at a time. Now, I'm reading some other places, but eight verses at a time, I'm thinking about writing something on each one of these sections. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful psalm about the Bible. So you say, well, I want to know some of the benefits, and not benefits in the sense of selfishness, but what what can I get from meditating the Word of God? Go to Psalm 119. Read it slowly. Read it eight verses at a time. It'll be your by your your Bible will be broken down if it has headlines eight verses at a time because it's the Hebrew alphabet. I'll write about it sometime. But just start there maybe and spend some time in the Word of God. Hey, thanks for listening this week to the podcast. If it's an encouragement to you, hit subscribe there. And we'll see you back on Sunday with our next series, Beyond Sunday. Hey guys, welcome back to the, what do I call this? The ramblings, that's right. Like I said at the end there, if you uh, encouraged by this, would you hit subscribe on whatever you're listening to? If it's Spotify or if it's Apple Podcasts, just hit subscribe. You'll make sure you'll get every new episode. And then also, if you would, leave a review. Just hit hit one of the stars there, preferably five. But uh, just hit one of the stars there at the bottom of Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That will help others to be able to come across this podcast as well. I uh, really don't know what else to say on the ramblings part this week. I think I rambled most of my lesson there, I felt like, but I was just, I've been very passionate about trying to get us into the Word of God. And uh, I hope that that was, I hope that that is a challenge to you. This next week, I'll give you a little heads up. We're going to, we're going to start getting to the fruit of the Spirit, I think the week after next. But this next week, we're going to talk about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. It's kind of like the backdrop of every lesson we've talked about the Holy Spirit, but I haven't just zeroed in on Him. And the Holy Spirit, God, Christ in us, is huge in this sanctification process. And so we're going to zero in on that this week, and then the week after we'll start getting into the fruit of the Spirit. So thanks again for being a part of the podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, I would encourage you to go to bradmcclure.org and Sign up there. Subscribe there. Have a great week.